Welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Your host is Michelle Beck. Our show is here to help breast cancer patients, survivors, thrivers, their friends, and family by providing resources, support, and inspiration they can use right now. Here is your host, Michelle Beck. Hello and welcome to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network and thanks for joining us today. My name is Michelle Beck. I'm a two-time, almost 10-year survivor of breast cancer. I'm the patient programs assistant at Breast Friends of Oregon. And when I have time, which isn't very often, I write at a blog called I Never Liked Pink. And that is also where you can find me on social media. So today I am thrilled to welcome my guest, Patricia Varga. She is an author, artist, transformational therapist, founder and CEO of the Women with Wings Foundation. And we are going to talk today about her program called Create to Heal, which allows you to get out of your head and into your heart where the healing begins. And I'm not going to lie, I did a crash course of this program over the past few days and finished it about 1030 last night. And I can't wait to actually go through it all again. I, I wanted to make sure I knew what it was about before we did this show, but now I really want to dive deep into that. And we're going to do that today with Patricia. So she was one of the first guests back on this podcast with Sharon and Becky, our founders back in 2016, and so thrilled to have her back today. So Patricia, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. If you don't mind, please tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally. Becky, thank you. Uh, Michelle, thank you. Excuse me, Becky. That's okay. I I would, I will take (laughs) Becky any day. This this show is in homage to her. So (laughs) she's remarkable as you are. Thank you. I, I appreciate being here and being able to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I've spent many, many years on it. And my original career uh, was in publishing. Uh, I love magazines, love books, loved, 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 loved the written word and how images were put together with the written word. So I started off in New York City and had some great uh, jobs over the years, working with some great brands like The New Yorker and The Economist and Men's Health Prevention, uh, The Los Angeles Times. And over the course of my career, I really learned about content development and how great content attracts a specific audience and then that audience becomes very valuable to the publisher and it stood me uh, well when I came to doing my own books and trying to package this thing called create to heal. Well, thank you. I love that. And um, I, the book actually, we'll talk about where you can find it. There's a book and a a program and you can do them each individually. So we're going to dig into that. And now you are also a cancer survivor, which I believe is what somewhat led you to this healing transformative process. Is that correct? Yes. Um, In my early thirties, which uh, was over 30 years ago, um, I had endometrial cancer. Uh, I had uh, surgery and chemotherapy and obviously no evidence of disease many years later until recently when my oncologist found uh, tumors on my ovaries. So fortunately, when they took everything out and analyzed the tumors, they were benign. Oh, uh, really lucky because my aunt died of ovarian cancer. So there was a concern there. But anyway, uh, it was a catalyst. Uh, and I've often heard uh, over the last 13 years from cancer patients that cancer, believe it or not, is a gift. It allows you to dig deep and take a closer look at things and 
that's exactly what happened to me. Um, I grew up in a medical family. My father was an OBGYN, GYN oncologist, my mother an oncologist nurse. So it's in the blood. So, so you've been, you've been really been around it, you know, on the periphery yes. all of your life. Yeah, I've been around it. And then when I uh, was diagnosed, my parents were horrified. Obviously, here's a 30, 32, 33-year-old woman with uh, a very aggressive form of cancer. And I just was very fortunate. And it set me on this path of what is healing, truly what is healing. We're all grateful, I think, for, and I'm very grateful for the science and technology of medicine. You know, I had the surgery, I had a wonderful doctor, I had the chemotherapy, and I got through flying colors and survived. Not everybody does, but I survived. And it prompted me to think, well, what really is healing? Was my emotion, emotional state addressed with my oncologist? No. Did we talk about spirituality? No. Was there any any sense of mental um, uh, counseling going through this? And no. So I thought, well, what is healing? What is creativity? And how do you bring complementary care to the forefront? Um, so many people have said to me, and I'm sure you've heard this, uh, Michelle, why am I treated like a diagnosis, not a human being? We want to be treated like a human the whole person, and that's why I keep going back to the spiritual side, the emotional side, uh, the whole person. And that was my quest. It definitely is. It's very much a quandary, especially now when we know so much about healing and spirituality and integrative medicine and, and complementary, how it should all be together. And I, I don't really fault my oncology team for this because they they did what they were supposed to do. They removed the cancer from my body, but I wish there was a little bit more of a bridging with other practitioners or even referrals. Like, Hey, how are you doing mentally? Here's some referrals to go talk to these different people. So I, I hope going forward, there can be a little bit more of a blending in terms of that, because we definitely need it. So all of this, the, your cancer, and it set you on this journey of what healing and creativity is. And is that when you founded the Women with Wings Foundation? It took me a number of years to establish. I, I truly started looking into it in 2005, 2006, when I formally challenged myself to give back to charities and causes I believed in. And to your point, using that beautiful word, bridging the gap between healthcare, science and technology and whole patient or whole person care. The first thing I did was work with um, domestic violence survivors. I was very fortunate. Um, I ended up working uh, with a group called A Window Between Worlds, which uses art to end violence. And they introduced me to many, many uh, domestic violence shelter leaders, which I formally taught my protocol to. They gave me my first start. I worked with Haven House, which is a crisis center. And believe it or not, I've learned over the years that uh, domestic violence and cancer are very much alike. Um, they're life-threatening. Uh, you rely on strangers to help you. It's not just about breaking the cancer cycle, the fear cycle, the cycle of violence. You have to heal the whole person. And the psychological component is equally as important as the physical component. And the bruises, your surgery, your scars will fade but it's this, you know, the yes. mental, um, oh my gosh, is it gonna come back? Oh my gosh, is he gonna come find me? W what does my future hold? And 
that monkey mind, that critical mind is uh, so critical in terms of quieting. You want to quiet that, break that cycle so you can truly get into your heart and into your subconscious working in the end. So Women with Wings Foundation founded to give back charities and causes I believe in, but also bridge that gap between the science and technology, which is wonderful. I, 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 you know, healthcare in this country is still remarkable by many standards. I know people like to uh, criticize it, but um, I think it is remarkable. And yes, it's a blending. It's a complementary care that I offer, not unlike acupuncture, which is used beautifully. I have uh, an appointment later today with my acupuncturist. I see her twice a month. Nausea. It helps with nausea during chemotherapy. It helps you calm. It helps you just the, all the meditation that I offer, all the creative tools uh, are there to get you out of the worry and the wow, 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 that mind to your heart. And where you, you know, I believe the heart is an organ of vision on par with your brain. And that's where you see just how strong you really are and how you can move forward from, um, you know, the darkness of something like cancer to the light where, you, where you're healing. You're on your healing journey. So that was the mission of Women with Wings. Well, thank you. And then over time, you've also developed your program, which we're going to really dig into to today, Create to Heal. And can you kind of tell our listeners um, what, I guess, what the tenant of that program is? And I, I know there's a longer name if you could, you know, go into all that as well and where they can find it. And we'll talk about where they can find it at the end again, but yeah. Well, it, uh, Create to Heal says it all. I mean, we're doing all forms of creativity and art to help people with their healing journey and to get out of that head into the heart and subconscious. And um, I always start with scribbling and doodling. Um, it, big pieces of paper. I believe the minute you put pen to paper, you're connecting to yourself in a profound way. You're connecting to the divine within and it doesn't matter if you write a word or a phrase down and, and just let that hand rip. And it could be you write your name a hundred times until you get to that place where words start tumbling, tumbling, tumbling onto the page and you find your gems of joy. Gems of joy could be a character in a play. It could be the beginning of a poem. It could be uh, a short narrative piece that you want to share uh, with your family or your friends, or it could be longer. It could be anything. This is how people start um the creative process and then of course meditation just even a five minute breathing meditation just to calm the breath still the mind you get even more centered and then you do a little bit of creative writing and you're tuned in you are tuned into you which is where you want to be <laughs> i i want to share a little bit i'm going to kind of jump in with my little anecdotes of my experience with the program i hope that's okay mm -hmm. so it was funny when I first started my scribbling and doodling, I, I do not see myself as much of an artist. I'm more of a words person. Um, my word was life. Mm. And I, I have, and for me, I was, I wrote more words than I did doodling um, or, or scribbling. And it was just kind of like, and I, I filled up the page and there was, you know, there was wonderful work, like beauty and love and family and nature. But then I also went to despair and sorrow and things like that. And it was a real, it was a very interesting, which flowed out of my brain. And I, I did have some scribbles on there, but I looked at it later and I, I just felt it was so, so me that I stuck with more words than actual art. <laughs> 
And you had mentioned gems of joy. What, what are those? Uh, gems of joy, as I said, could be a poem. It could be um, just a knowing from one patient to another what it's like to go through cancer, what it's like to go through heart disease or chronic pain or whatever it is you're going through. It's a knowing. It's an accepting. It is uh, an energy between people like-minded that just want to share some form of beauty with each other, some light, some hope. Uh, I think hope is the key to healing, as I think you will agree. And it's just, it's an, an, a nodding. It's like, you know, I know what you're going through. And it could be, as you suggested, sometimes people will pick despair or, um, you know, it, loss of hope or just something that is dragging them down. But going through the process they get to the other side of it. They begin to free associate and see, okay, you can't have the light without the dark. It's good to put the dark down. It's like a data dump. You're just scribbling and doodling and you get it out. And uh, I did come back to more positive things after I got out the dark stuff. So <laughs> that, that was good. I kind of did like whoop and went up and down. Um, so with this program and women with wings, who is your ideal person to help? Do you have like, are you targeting like, you know, the domestic violence victims or cancer victims, or is it people who just experiences challenges in life? Well, thank you for asking that. On the Women with Wings site, um, uh, and this is being finally updated uh, and revamped, it's on an old platform. And the people that I have served and will continue to serve uh, are cancer centers, hospitals, organizations like Breast Friends, um, domestic violence organizations, and uh, also, believe it or not, health and wellness retreats and spas. The protocol, what I've developed, the, um, the methodology, if you will, is good whether you're going through something horrific like cancer or whether you simply want to um, just restore, restore, reunite the pieces you've left behind for a day or a week or two, you know, months. Women in particular uh, give and give and give, and they don't always gather themselves back together and give themselves a respite. So uh, those are the uh, the people that I, um, you know, serve. And at the end of the day, it's about the, the patient. So it could be domestic violence survivors. It could be cancer, chronic pain. Uh, I've also worked with... Um, stroke patients, infectious disease, people going through AIDS, et cetera. Over the years, I've had great clinical experience. So, um, but the, I continue to go back to cancer, uh, which is home base and domestic violence, which is another home base for me. But ultimato is anybody going through a crisis or a challenge and they want to use the, the tools to get to the other side. Well, I, I love the, who you're, who really speaks to your heart to serve, because that's what we're super passionate about is what, what resonates with us. But I really, it really spoke to my heart. in one of the modules I was watching last night where you spoke about a stroke victim who was nonverbal mm -hmm. and then did the program. Can you tell us really quickly about that? Sure. Uh, I think there were two. There was a stroke group uh, and also a woman who was um, uh, going through, a, she had a malignant uh, brain tumor. Okay. And it was, it was pressing on the part of her brain where she would communicate and she would come to class unable to put several sentences together. And an additional challenge for her was English was a second language for her. Mm -hmm. Her caretaker was her daughter. 
So her daughter came and helped her get to class and was her support system. And the, not only was uh, Julie um, astounded by her progress, her daughter was, and the group was, she went from not being able to write or speak to standing up and reading her poetry and mm -hmm. being so proud of what she had written. So it the creative process, it doesn't matter whether it's my creativity process or someone else's, it gets you out of that that head. It bypasses whatever craziness is going on in the brain to your heart, where it's just a whole different uh, way of communicating. And that's how you really want to communicate. Uh, I've seen it with Alzheimer's patients. I saw it with the stroke care unit uh, at Methodist Hospital. They used the art, particularly the Ebru art, to bypass whatever was not working to get to what was working. And they saw that people were communicating in a different way because of art. And it's just a, it's a magnificent thing. It's not me. It's me holding space and watching people blossom this way. It's just, it's a, a joy to see. I just give I, the tools. I just here, let's try this. <laughs> well, you've, you've created an amazing program and we're going to talk about the Ebru art later on, but unfortunately we do need to take a quick break. So listeners, sure. please stay with us. Remember if you or a loved one need our services, please go to breastfriends.org and check out patient programs to see what we can do for you. If you'd like to help breast friends on its mission to ensure that no one goes through cancer alone, you can donate on our website or text BF radio to four one. Four four four. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. I'm Michelle Beck. My guest is Patricia Varga, author and founder of Women with Wings and a Create to Heal program and so much more. So Patricia, I really want to dig into the Create to Heal Compassionate Care. That's the full title. And what really how it works, what it's all about. Um, when I was going through it, I, I pulled out a few quotes and I love the one that you, you cited from Einstein. Creativity is intelligence having fun. Um, <laughs> I, I so love that quote. <laughs> that really resonated with me coming from, you know, someone who is, you know, one of the world's renowned geniuses who, you know, came up with so much. Um, how does that coincide with the program and what what your vision of what the program does? Well, creativity is having fun. It's tapping into that uh, childlike behavior and we're all born creative. We all have spectacular imaginations, but as we grow into adulthood, we take on more serious endeavors. We have to have a job and earn a living and you know, we're, we're building our careers and we put these sacred pieces of self to the side and create to heal is to reinvigorate and to bring those back. And um, I'll never forget a corporate lawyer, a gentleman uh, in his seventies living with multiple myeloma came to the class and was like a little kid with his pencils and his mandalas. <laughs> his wife was looking at him going, dear, is that you? <laughs> You've gone back to you know being five years old. And it's just a sense of playfulness and it is creativity uh, is, is having fun. And Einstein, Uncle Albert also said that, you know, imagination is greater than knowledge and you want to tap into uh, that incredible gift that we all have. And the tools really are just to help you with that, whether it's the scribbling and the doodling, the meditation, inspirational messaging. I have sections on how to do short narrative how to start a poem. Uh, there's all sorts of creative writing exercises in the program. And of course the visual arts are very important. The Ebru art, the mandala art, um, and mandala is sacred Sanskrit for circle. We're all a part of something whole. And I love the fact that uh, people just kind of dive into the mandalas and just it takes them to a different place. And of course music and tone Oh my God, there's a gentleman by the name of Stephen Halpern who does this beautiful music. Mm -hmm. uh, he's allowed me to use the Deep Theta album on the create to heal.art um, online course. And of course, motion and exercise, uh, even if you do a little yoga stretch from time to time, I know many patients that will try to walk a mile or two a day. It just makes them feel better. So those are the core tenets and um, you know, it's about play. It's about tapping back into that sense of, wow, look at that. I did that. <laughs> yes, you did. You wrote a poem. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I struggled with the poem exercise, <laughs> 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 but I love the mandalas. I've actually done them previously. Mm -hmm. I, I took up coloring books um, during the pandemic. Uh, uh, there's, there's only so much that I can stare at the TV and binge watch shows but so if that's what my family was doing at the same time, I would pick up my Mandela book and just color. And I actually started coloring the pages and sending them out to my girlfriends with little notes of inspiration on them. And I, I wanted pictures of the, them on their refrigerator sent back to me because I'm like, look, this is what I'm doing. And it, it really, and even last night when I was coloring one of the ones in the book, it, it just takes you to a different place. 
mm-hmm. where you can't think about anything else. All you're thinking about is the beauty and the color that's mm-hmm. going on this amazing design. And I do want to give a shout out to, um, was it Art by Apple in Portland? Oh wonderful gentleman that I met at a Blick store. And oddly enough, I walked in one day, I was living in Portland at the time, and I was fascinated by the Derwent uh, pencils, the watercolor pencils. I knew I wanted to take some form of watercolor into the hospital, looking at Providence at the time, but you can't bring a messy, you know, all this stuff, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's not going not gonna to fly at the hospital. So I was looking and he came over and said, how can I help you? And I told him about the program, what I was doing. He said, oh my goodness, I would love to help you in any way I can. My caregiver was my grandmother and she died of cancer. And uh, I just love what you're doing. So he and I formed a friendship and an alliance. And he uh, initially gave of his art to me to take into class to see how people responded to it. I saw how they loved it. So he did a whole series, many series for Women with Wings Foundation. And he's just a, a gifted, very gifted artist. And they're incredibly beautiful. So listeners, please actually go to the Women with Wings Foundation website. So it's womenwwings.org. Is that correct? Yes. And- okay. And and also create to heal and mm-hmm. create to heal.art and yes. patriciavarga.com. So on all these websites. Um, But I was fascinated with the, um, the blending and the shading of the colors in the mandalas. I had never seen something like that before. And I was just in awe. And I I looked at, it was across from directly across from the the one that I colored. I was like, Oh, well, this is better, (laughs) but, but mine is still beautiful because that's what came out of me. Yes, exactly. Um, And I think there's something to be said about these pencils that don't need to belabor them, but they help you with the shading. And when you uh, put water on what you've um, what you've created, the colors just pop, and you can get that um, that shading that you were referring to. So, well, I definitely uh, want to put those on my Christmas list for sure. Um, so let's talk about one thing you talk about a lot um, throughout the program is healing from your heart. Mm-hmm. And at the at the end of the the modalities, you also mentioned cancer of the heart, mm-hmm. and I I I know those are different but kind of connected. So can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. The cancer from the heart. Uh, I actually did some research on this when I was writing the book. It is very rare. You never hear about it, and uh, um, it is a euphemism, I think, for what's going on in the world today there's so much heartache and um cancer to me is it's uncontrolled growth and there's so much uncontrolled unhappiness in the world and uh it was just my attempt to say you know when you speak from your heart when you share from your heart not your head not that critical voice but really something that resonates from your heart you're giving a gift to the world you're giving a gift to your family you're giving a gift to your community and more people coming, I believe, out of the pandemic are remembering their heart. They're remembering uh, what's important. They're remembering that I don't need to commute two hours to work anymore. <laughs> uh, that, you know, I there's a higher purpose to everything that I do. And I think that's a gift from the pandemic. Um, but cancer is a gift that way too. I've seen people really dig deep uh, and find the, the joy and a reinvigoration, not only of their creativity, 
but speaking to their family in a different way, reaching out to people in a different way, connecting in a different way. And that's really the benefits of the program, the creative process, regardless of what you do, whether it's a mandala or having a gratitude process and writing your three gratitudes every day, you are connecting to you in a profound way where you're able to shift yourself, you shift your perspective on your disease, the challenge, you can embrace it. It doesn't have to be an enemy. You can befriend it. And by doing that, you have diffused the power of cancer or anything has over you. I've seen it time and time again. And this is through your own creativity. It's an empowerment. Stress reduction certainly is a benefit of the program. Those words were literally just going to come out of my mouth with stress, stress reduction. reduction. You're tuning into yourself. You're becoming more powerful. You're becoming more playful. You're communicating differently. I've seen patients communicate with their doctor in a different way, in a more straightforward, becoming their own best health advocate in the process. Because, you know, you and I both know cancer is an overwhelming, isolating thing. You do not want to go through it alone, as we were talking earlier. And if you can communicate that to people, a lot of people, when they know someone's diagnosed with cancer, they don't know what to do. Even well, and it's a very common phenomenon in the cancer community that the friends and loved ones who you think might be the ones to stand up quite often disappear because they don't yes. know what to do or say. They're scared. They're frightened. Mm -hmm. They're worried. They don't know how to communicate. So one of the great things, and this is why I also work with caregivers and um, uh, healthcare providers, it just helps you refine your communication and um that's a, it's a key thing being able to communicate how you're feeling what your needs are what your wants are just saying hey outline this protocol to, for me again I, I heard a lot of doctor talk but I, please translate <laughs> you know so it's it's a, a strengthening if you will uh, you just come through the dark into the light a stronger person and you realize you can handle it you got it you're going to be okay regardless of what okay is Healing is, has so many different definitions, and I know we have, haven't really talked about it yet, but at one point I was going around uh, asking people, what is healing? And I heard from medical school students at UCLA that healing to them was, um, uh, what was that incredible, she's oh, a superpower, um, I can't remember the name of the, the uh, was it? It was a movie, and then all these characters came from the movies. And one of the characters had the ability to heal people. And he said, he said, healing to me is this character in this movie because it has the ability to heal. Another mm -hmm. person said, Well, I've made peace with my maker. Um, I have lived a good life, and to me, that is healing. Um, you know, and everything in between. Uh, so it's important, I believe, that you have your own definition of healing because it's it's such a personal thing. Definitely. And one of the things that we also, that in the program you also talk about are the, the actual physical health benefits of doing this program or something like it. And you really start to focus in the beginning, along with the scribbling and doodling as the one of the basic tenets is getting in tune with your breath. Mm -hmm. So how does the controlling your breath and taking the time to meditate. What I, I know there are physical benefits of that that you talked about. What are those? Well, in, in any form of meditation, whether it's for five minutes or whether you do it for an hour, calms the breath, stills the mind, you're breathing. You think about your breath. 
it's your life force. That's what keeps you going. And anytime you can go within and shift your perspective on things, that's part of the healing process. And meditation just gets you to calm down. It really, truly helps with stress reduction. And you know as well as I do, stress leads to inflammation. Inflammation leads to all the top diseases, cancer, heart, uh, depression, anxiety, um, even Alzheimer's. And any way you can break that stress cycle is a beautiful thing. It also sharpens your mind. It just it gives you the benefit of... Um, it's <laughs> mm -hmm. magic it just it's magic when i was when i was doing and sitting and doing the meditations last night and you do you give a variety of mantras some are very specific to the the meditation you're talking about and then at the end of the various um chapters in the online program you actually give pages of different mantras and mm -hmm. what they mean so we can find our own which really works for Exactly. Yes, which resonates with you. But you also mentioned something at the be beginning of the program, which is um, kind of like a, a four-step four process, which would be tune in, shift, embrace, diffuse. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Well, the creativity and any form of deep meditation gets you to tune into you. So as we've said a couple times now, you get out of the critical, almost, almost egotistical mind of, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Oh my God, I have cancer. What does this mean? Am I going to die? I'm facing my mortality. You know, before you know it, you're one big stress ball. So the tuning in through the scribbling and doodling, through the meditation, the journeying, if you will, with your breath and each, there's a progression to the, the meditations can just jump in and do the five minute one and then it, it goes longer and longer and longer it's like building up your uh, muscles uh, for a workout and so you've tuned into you you're hyper aware of who you are self-awareness is key and then you can shift your perspective on that challenge it's like okay i have cancer what great things are going to come from this i'm going to befriend the challenge i'm going to talk to the challenge I'm going to talk to my scars from surgery. I'm going to talk to my fear. I'm going to talk to cancer itself, heart disease itself. I'm going to talk to whatever, whatever is challenging me. And in doing so, you learn a lot, you befriend, and all of a sudden, it doesn't have the same power it used to. You've diffused, and you understand, and you are stronger than you think. We all are stronger than we think. One um, in doing the exercises last night, one of the ones in terms of shifting of perspective, I was fascinated by, and it was printing out one of the Ebru art pieces, oh, which, which really, which resonated with you. And of course I chose one. It looks like there's a dove in the middle of it and various pinks and greens and, um, and just looking at it in, in the book and then you you take it and kind of curl it up and so you can still see the art but it's kind of twisted mm -hmm. and then you write about it like how does this make you feel mm -hmm. and then you come back and you look at the whole art piece itself laid out flat and what are the differences you see literally just in taking one piece of art mm -hmm. changing literally changing your perspective 
and mm-hmm. how it's different for you. And I was fascinated with that because instead of like seeing the, what I termed as the dove in the middle, it was more just a riotous explosion of color and, <laughs> and shapes. And so the, the exercises are so well, well thought out. And um, I, I really appreciated those as I was going through it. Now um, I do want to talk about um there's, I mean, I, I literally, I was showing Patricia earlier, all of my notes in the book, um, (laughs) which we've talked about so so much and I'm going to go through it again and, and do it when I have more time. But, um, there is, um, a a cost to the online program and you can also purchase the book. Now, can you talk about that real quick before break? Sure. Thank you. The create the heal dot art, uh, literally go there and there is a, um, a price for the course seven modules plus an eighth module, which is a hub for all the resources. And uh, it methodically takes you through and you build and build and build till you get towards the end of the course. The books, there's Create to Heal, Create to Heal for Pain. There's a gratitude journal. Uh, You can go to womenwwings.org and also patriciavarga.com. As I update those sites, there will be a uh, e-commerce portion so you can buy the, the books, you can buy the art cards, the Ebru art cards. And Ebru, just as a, a quick aside, um, means cloud art, cloud in Turkish. And it's this crazy, messy art form that I discovered over a decade ago, which is creativity itself, because you never know what you're going to get. It's one of the most evocative art forms. So the colors and the swirls, as you suggest, invite you to jump in. And you have a journey, you have an experience. And when you come out, it's like, wow, that was interesting. <laughs> well, when we get back from break, we're actually going to, I'm going to have you describe that process because okay. I had never heard of it. And when I first started looking, I was like, at your materials, I was like, wow, all this art is beautiful. How did it all come together? So we're going to talk about that after break. So listeners, please stay with us. If you would like to be my guest or email me, I can be reached at Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. I would love to hear your stories of inspiration. What helped you through your cancer journey or how your life has changed for the better since cancer. Stay with us. We'll be back soon. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Thank you for listening today. Breast Friends needs your support. We rely on donations to continue our mission that no woman goes through cancer alone and to keep the show going. Please consider making a tax-deductible donation to Breast Friends. You can text BF Radio to 41444 or visit us at breastfriends.org to donate. You can also like us on Facebook at Breast Friends of Oregon or follow us on Instagram at Breast Friends PDX. Be sure to tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Your life, your health, your network. 
You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. To reach the program today, please call us at 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Michelle Bat at breastfriends.org. Now, back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. I'm Michelle Beck, and my guest is Patricia Varger. Varga, excuse me, founder of Women with Wings and the Create to Heal program. So we're going to get into some other tools that are part of this whole program. But before we do that, I really quickly want to continue on the Ebru art. So we've talked about how beautiful it is, but how does it actually work? How do you create that? Because this is something I want to do myself this weekend. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a process and you have to learn the process. Um, there are various tools to the art form. There's a tank where you're going to put your, um, they, it's a, a mixture of carrageenan and water and the carrageenan allows the paint. When you put the layers and layers of paint on the water, the paint floats on top of the water. And because there's tension on the water, the different colors fight for that place so all of a sudden you see these what they call stones and little um, little patterns form and emerge and then I take a stylus or a rake or something that is part of my toolkit and you begin to just dig in and the layers under the bottom come up to the top all this motion happens and then you put a piece of paper it's a specific type of paper which has been treated with a substance so the paint once you roll the paper down a certain way and pull it back up, the paint is forever embedded on the uh, paper. And then from the paper, I, you, can, you can scan and use it in, in canvas pieces. You can use it in art cards. You can use it any way you want. Um, and it's truly magic. And you can never quite quite what's the word there i love saying this it's the process it's not the uh the final product so you may be striving for something specific but creativity only knows how to create and what i found about this process it constantly reminds me of just that i may start off with a vision but it goes in a different direction and it turns out to be equally as beautiful equally as provocative and one day I took all these papers into a class and I had um, 40 different uh, patients in the room and I would hold up one of the Ebru papers and people would give me feedback. And this is a segue into the Create the Heal uh, mindfulness app, which you can find in um, Google Play and also an Apple, um, free to download. And it gives you a sense of what a Create the Heal class is like. But I literally had these patients going, ooh, we love that, ooh, we love that. I jumped in and I did this, or no, we don't like that one. <laughs> that's how the art made it into the mindfulness app. And that's when I first realized that people really loved it and uh, they would twist and turn it and find something in it that I didn't see or someone else didn't see. And they thought, oh my gosh, as you were saying, uh, you saw something very specific and then you turned it around, you saw something else. and. Uh, it's just a magical, mystical art form that I don't, you know, it's just profound. <laughs> now you mentioned the app and I downloaded it and there's five different meditations on there. Is that correct? I think there are 
there's a progression. There's four. Four. Oh, four, four. Okay. And, there's, but it also has okay. Stephen Halpern's music on there as well. Actually, that's music from somebody else. Okay. Originally, they're both breast cancer survivors, believe it or not. One is a wonderful uh, harpist and the other was a violinist. And when they came together, they collaborated in a beautiful way. So there's 10 tracks of their music. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think, 60 or 70 different images of the Abu art. And there's message in the moment, which is a little I, I was just going to talk about that. And because I, I, I clicked on this, I was like, what's the MIM? So it's the message in a moment. And um, the one that I found resonates with me is it takes courage to be who you are and connect people in a genuine way. And I really like that one because I feel like my cancer journey has allowed me to really become my true self mm -hmm. and find my voice and how I want to share it and connect with people. And that's not an easy thing to do all the time. I'm putting myself out there and sharing my story to, to anyone who literally would like to listen. Um, but you can literally scroll through the, the MIMs and, you know, if you need a few of them at the moment, or you can just look at one and it, it's like a friend giving you a burst of inspiration with every quote. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. We just came up with a beautiful uh, gem there. Um, the cancer journey does make you become more genuine and authentic. And it's like, this is who I am. Here I am. Uh, take it or leave it. Hopefully you'll take it. And uh, that's another benefit of uh, going through a challenge like this. Now, um, you mentioned gems again, and I wanted to real quickly ask about the, the gems of joy that you've made in your classes out of clay. Talk about those, please. <laughs> Sculpey clay, yes. Uh, again, a childlike thing. You would think clay that you could get it in the art store. Um, what a simple thing, Patricia. What are you doing here? But I would bring in all different colors. And before you know it, patients were picking up different colors and making um, ladybugs and Easter eggs and flowers and just even little little round gems that were different colors. And I would literally say in class, infuse this with your love, your kindness, your hope, your compassion. And what I'll do is bake these gems, put them in a jar and take them to the hospitals I'm affiliated with. So when you're newly diagnosed, you put your hand in the jar pick the one you want. And there's a, a little plaque that says these were made by the loving hands of survivors. They want you to know they're with you during your journey. And profound, um, people start crying over these little gems. <laughs> it got to the point where nurses would take the jar in and out of room just to share them with patients and um, put your hand in, I'm a survivor. You know, there was, it's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> but so profound. And when you're working with your hands, it's another way of getting out of your head into your heart. It's it's like knitting. I know there's a lot of um, women's classes at, at hospitals where they're knitting or they're doing something with their hands because it just gets them to a different place, another form of creativity. So, and I call them gems of joy because they're just these little colored clay balls. <laughs> you know, but it means so much. I can see how it means so much to someone who is in active treatment to think like, I can take this and hold on to this. Someone who's been down the road created this for me exactly. and which yeah. is fabulous. And 
I really, I love, I, I love that. I think we're going to have to steal that and, and do that some, for some of our local yeah. hospitals. Need yeah. to figure out the logistics of the kiln and all that, but um, that that is truly fabulous. Now you also have um, on the website, which is there's so many tools that you have, but the one thing I thought was really amazing was you do art cards. And mm -hmm. that now those designs, it's the Ebru art on the cards that you have available for purchase on the website. Are those all your art or various people in the classes? It's all my art. It's all my okay. art. Yeah. Um, again, I've taken some of the images, the best of the best that I've culled over the years where patients have said to me, oh my gosh, I love that. Can I have that? And um, it's a beautiful thing to, to scan these pieces of paper because you can focus in on different patterns and see different things. And what I tried to do with the art cards is have different colors and a progression and uh, different um, patterns, if you will. And uh, people respond to them. Just, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and one, um, there is so much information as well, in addition to the the, the program tools for create to heal on, on the website. I am, um, I, I apologize. I don't, don't, don't know if it's Patricia Varga or the women with wings, but there's cancer wisdom stories yeah. and blogs. Mm -hmm. These all take a lot of time, obviously. Why do you feel that's such an important part to share as well? Um, I have seen people that are in various stages of cancer uh, from newly diagnosed to uh, stage four end of, light end of life metatastic in the bones spread everywhere. And they're still digging deep. They're sharing their beauty, their joy, their humanity. And this humanity is great wisdom. I I'm always humbled by what people write and what they read and what comes from their heart. And I think the cancer wisdom is for life. Uh, when I've used some of the stories on LinkedIn, I get people writing in and saying, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing that. That was profound. That was beautiful. And it came from someone going through something clearly serious. Um, and they dug deep and they wanted to share part of their part of themselves. And it's for everyone, whether it's, you know, you're an executive, leading a major corporation or whether you're your mom at home or any, everything in between. We're all leaders of our lives and leaders of our own health and wellness. And I just found some of the, the cancer wisdom to be so inspirational. Hence the reason it was on the site. Well, perfect. And I, just because I, I want to share some of my own stuff, um, I'm going to jump in here and talk about one of the little stories that I wrote last night, if that's okay. Um, yeah. And one of the components is see the beauty in all things and become that beauty, which I, I took from your course. And then we were given a little, a little assignment to write about beauty. And this is, this is what I came up with. Beauty truly depends on perspective. I love stargazer lilies and they're beautiful to me, the colors and the delicacy yet their pollen can stain. And sometimes you have to look beyond the problems to see the true beauty. Beautiful. And sh short, but sweet. And I, I kind of read that and I was like, huh, that's pretty good. <laughs> and, but it's not something that I would normally ever sit down and do. So really going through and taking your course, it, it made me open up my mind 
get rid of the, the regular stressors that I have going on and to focus what was, what was inside of me. So thank you for I that. Love, thank you. I love the fact that you took the, um, the stargazers also have that, what is that called? That pollen. It's the pollen. Mm -hmm. It does. I've got, I've got it on my shirt yes. many times. But you turned that around into a positive. <laughs> so I, that's, you know, I, I found with my words and uh, my scribbling and doodling, I start high, go low, come high again. <laughs> <laughs> so we are almost out of time. I know that um, so much more, you, you have a newsletter. How can listeners sign up for that? Go to patriciavarga.com or womenwwings.org. And there is a, a button where you can sign up for the newsletter. Again, it's create the heal. Uh, for life and leadership. So I often take um, just it, beauty from some of the classes I teach and reflect back what I've learned and what I've heard from people going through cancer and other things. And um, for example, the last one was about resilience. What does resilience mean to you? It doesn't necessarily mean that you're tough all the time. I think it's a softening. It's a being able to go through in the ebbs and flow of life. And um, it's like responsibility is the ability to respond to life as it is. Resilience, I'm responding to my life as it is. And that's the beauty of creativity. Again, another beautiful thing that comes from scribbling and doodling. <laughs> I love that, that's where it all starts. And in addition to everything else, you also host a podcast as well on Spotify, Create mm -hmm. to Heal, is that correct with um, uh, Melody? Yes, Melody Wong. Um, she's a beautiful, beautiful soul. She's a poet, and she also works at City of Hope, a great mm -hmm. cancer research organization in Southern California. And we met on LinkedIn because of City of Hope, and we both started talking and sharing our work. And I often use her poetry in class to prompt, um, use it as a creative writing prompt. And people listen for the gems of joy in that poetry, pull them out and then write their own version of the poetry. And uh, so what we always ask the same questions to our guests, what is creativity to you and what is healing to you? We've had a third question, what is the divine to you? Mm. And it makes for really quite remarkable conversations. So I listened to the first few episodes and I haven't gotten to the divine yet. So I'll have to keep going. The, the second, later. the second one episode with the doctor was fabulous. His answers yes. and it was, it really meant a lot, but Patricia, thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. It has been uh, my pleasure to, to share with you and about create to heal. My pleasure too. Thank you so much, Michelle. <laughs> so listeners, you can find out more information, womenwwings.org create to heal.art or Patricia and patriciavarga.com. So definitely check it all out. You will not be sorry. So yes, listeners, if you or a loved one need our services, please visit breastfriends.org. You can make a donation on our website or text BF radio to help breast friends continue on its mission to ensure that no one goes through cancer alone. You can find our podcast here on voice America's health and wellness channel or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to contact me, I'm at Michelle Beck at breastfriends.org. We'll be back next week. And until then, remember, we rise by lifting each other. Thank you for listening to Breast Friends Cancer Support Network. Please join Michelle Beck again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We rise by lifting each other.